Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we interview performers about their failings on stage. I'm your host, Luke Fagenbush, and I'm sitting here with two very fine gentlemen. You were right to be nervous. That was terrible. It was what? the worst I intro to, you've I ever done. I felt really good about that. We're in a real podcast I was in studio. the middle of it, and I was like, damn, I'm killing it right now. It's just because you're talking into an SM7B. It's elevating your ego because you're talking into oh, a yeah. Joe Rogan These microphone. These aren't the microphones we bought. It's, we're here with Mark Borison. Yeah! Who, I don't know if he knows that you can talk yet. Yeah, that's say kind hi. of a running I theme. Just, <laughs> just, I always forget to I tell me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not inserting myself until I know I'm invited. What's up, everybody? No, we're sitting here in his office, in his creative space, his creative womb, if you yeah. will. Yeah. The Jungle right, Gym the Studio. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the, my womb. Yeah. You were nice enough to invite us into your womb, and then I told you I was never going to leave. No, that's that's right. Right. I, I think everybody's threatened their mothers at the same time. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for coming out to the Jungle Gym Podcast Studio. It's super cool. You guys are hilarious. I'm excited about this. How yeah, would you super- describe our episode in a nutshell? Um, How would you tease it for the old Loud man doesn't shut up for 49 minutes, of which I let the host interject for like 70 seconds. Also accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the episode, everybody. I had a question I wanted to shoot to you up top. Okay, let's go. How many times have you been on stage as a stand-up comedian? Twice. Hell yeah. And you got voted Cincinnati's number one number comedian. Number two, I think. I oh, number voted. two? Yeah, Even top I, three. I had a... The ratio of those numbers. Publicist. It was crazy. <laughs> well, it was really weird, too, because like I never wanted to advertise that because like I have a lot of respect for comedy, and like I always wanted to do stand-up. Yeah. But how should I say this nice? Uh, I don't care. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I got a cool gig now. <laughs> I never really felt like uh, local stand-up comedians wanted me to do my thing. And somebody ah. once made a comment to me in passing in like 2015 where they were kind of like, a lot of them don't like you because you kind of just get to be funny and get some of the accolades that we are trying to get on stage. And he's like, and you never have to go on stage. You just write shit on the internet. And I'm like, well, that sucks, but yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, okay, well, I would guess I just wasted the last 15 years of my life at Go Bananas, you know, watching shows. But uh, that's crazy. It was funny. But I had another comic at one point who was just like, ah, I won't tell that story. That was, <laughs> that was actually real juicy. I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> it's very funny. It was very funny and like not meant Ill, in an ill way, but you know, it's 2022. And stuff. To, I'm like, to be fair, though, a lot of comedians don't want a lot of comedians on stage. I think like it's yeah. artists yeah. in general, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh, if you write a song that people like, that means no one will ever like anything. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the dog bowl scenario. Every artist just views like you know their opportunity to showcase whatever they're doing as a dog bowl, and the more dogs at the dog bowl means that there'll be less food. But that's insane. There's but eight the billion people. The dog bowl, man. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I view it like a hot tub for real. I'm like, there's room for eight at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there water left in the tub? Then there's not enough people. I mean, you can cram twelve people in there. We did it in high school. It yeah. was ill advised, and I think someone got pregnant. But like, you can do it. And that sounds like a success to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I, that's how I view the world, too. That was, again, I mean, not to, like, I want to meet the horn, kid but... who was born in a hot tub. <laughs> oh, God. He was born con- in a hot tub. I'll die in a hot tub. <laughs> that would be good. Imagine if you could plan your life like that. Like, I also hope I can die on my birthday just to keep that shit, like, tight. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, what kind of, like, wonderful synchronicity that would be. It'd be, be. perfect. And yeah. then, it, then it's like, honestly, it would save people money on the headstone because you'd have just the same date. <laughs> And then it's just all you would have is like four Two ditto symbols. <laughs> 70 years exactly. He clocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. My parents were really big on this. They started the whole thing. No. Oh, my God. We, we delayed your birth so you came out right at 12 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> we want it as neat as possible. That's good. I, I'll make sure that that happens oh, now. Yeah, so yeah, promise. please. I got like 25 more years. <laughs> No, going back to the dog bowl thing, though, that's how I view everything. I mean, that's literally why I thought 
I, mean, I was joking with you guys off air about it, but like literally, I was like, oh, I got this cool space, and everybody is on board. Like, yeah, let's share this with other people. Why not? It's not going to affect my show anything yeah. but in a positive yeah. way, you know. And it's like, I had a conversation with a friend the other day. He's like, dude, I'm pitching the show with some chefs and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. We're doing a similar thing this week. And he's like, oh shit, uh, I'm not trying to bite what you're doing. Mm. I was like. Dude, there's like a billion shows <laughs> on there. Right? Food on camera yeah. isn't new. Like, do you think that Ted Allen at Chopped is mad at Guy Fieri? <laughs> the answer is yes, but it's not for the reason. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a different yeah. issue. It's a totally yeah, different it's issue. Like, honestly, it's mostly about taste and the, yeah. and the uh, bleach blonde hair. Do but you no, resent us for not bringing food? Because I feel Ooh. like yeah. no, I brought food. I just ate it because I got here too. Could have yeah. kissed my ass a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> truly, you know? <laughs> we are in the Jungle Gyms recording studio yeah this i didn't know crazy. was a thing but like you walk is, in and you've got full paneled windows we're watching people like you have guitars which those are mine I, okay that was a, that okay was that was a, a personal was like, touch well i so what i, I really like look the a comedian i don't talk about that was really influential to me growing up was david letterman and oh, i just yeah. loved what he did on the show what i like about letterman and something i tried to take from him he was one of the two daves in my life uh was that he's kind of a shithead but he yeah. like doesn't really mean it but I think that's real funny because a lot of people are not necessarily quick enough to be like, oh, he's just fucking with me. Right, right. You know? right. Uh, and I really like that. So my whole thing when I first pitched the show uh, to do the Jungle Gyms podcast was like, you know, it'd be fun is what if we had it be a bit of a variety show every so often? Like, yeah, we'll do cooking demos. And the, obviously the focus, generally speaking, is about food. I yeah. consider food like this universal uniter. But for me, I was like, we can do a show that's like the intersection of where food meets art and culture and all this stuff. And uh. I was like, we could find weird, different things to do. And so I, it all started. I grabbed a guy in the store. Every so often do a bit called, what brings you in? And I'll just accost some customer. I'm like, so would you come into the studio with me? And every, So there's know, some schmuck out there trying to buy like an oversized bag of peanuts with a logger in his hand you're like hey you look like you got a story it, yeah kind of though you know I, I actually have a thing worked out with one of the greeters where i was like if they tell you they're from a place that's like further away than i mean i'll talk to anybody but like if they're further than ohio kentucky indiana i was like send them over here and see yeah. if you want to tell me their story which yeah. so there's a guy that came in and i just i literally went up to him, i was like you look cool what's your deal and he was like and he starts telling me i was like okay that's enough come in real fast so we did like five <laughs> minutes and he was here buying charcuterie meat for a party he was going to He's doing all this other stuff, and I was like, "You look like a musician. Are you a musician?" He's like, "Yeah, of course I am." I'm like, "Are you any good?" He goes, "You know, he did the he did the right answer to me, which was like, yeah. you know, I'm not bad.'" And I was like, "Okay, right, cool. You're either right. going to be awful and honest, or you're going to be well, not dishonest in a bad way, but you're going to be better than yeah, humble." I was like, yeah. "Either I was like, look, let's see what you got." So I pulled down one of the guitars. I set it up as the first demo, and it went over really well. Like he was incredible; he had a beautiful, soulful, soulful voice. His name is Babe Wells. Uh, guy kind of. Oh my gosh! Name. I'd buy his album yeah. based on that, dude. He's great, and he did the song. It was right before New Year's Eve, and he did this song about being alone on New Year's. And I was like, oh, well, we can all relate to that. But he yeah. had a great voice, great performance, and I was kind of like, for me, it was a nice proof of concept because, you know, I have a lot of creative freedom here, but then there are some times where you're just like. I, and there's no way to say this that doesn't sound bad. And of course, I don't mean this in a negative way at all. But like, you know, some people don't always share your vision in the moment. And like a yeah. lot of people need to see that shit happen yeah. and then go, oh, I get it. Yeah. And that was one of those moments where they were like, oh, my God, we love it. And then like the next week, the guitars were drilled into the wall. I was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> you know, and now I'm like, and we're working on some like somewhat musical related things in the future. You know, I know it's going to be fun. awesome. Yeah, it'll be a great time. So, I'm excited. Anyway. With the whole like dragging people in here do you ever get someone who like won't get the fuck out like oh i <laughs> had just some guy who's like and another thing about critical race theory <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay well then let me tell you a story i don't know what it is about me i think it's my general attempt to be kind to humans across the board yeah but that also how gets dare me. you by the way real piece of shit move. i can't wait till somebody yeah i couldn't tell someone to leave that was it's <laughs> not in me right it's i'm kind of the same way i'm like that's great let all the crazy shit out of your head right now but there's one guy and i'll show you the notes i make here on my little legal pad but uh and i'm sure he's a sweet man uh but he'll come in and just dump all of his manifestos and crazy conspiracy theories on me and he'll oh. be like hey i uh like the second or third time he came by he's like did you ever watch those documentaries i linked you to and i was like Oh, uh, no. I just kind of don't have time. He's like, well, you got a podcast. And I and I, I finally was like, look, dude, this is a food show. This is like, 
you know, and I don't want to judge anybody for their beliefs, but this, this shit was kind of crazy to me. And I was just like, yeah, I don't really, yeah, yeah I'm sure scientists are hiding free energy. <laughs> or the fuck. <laughs> There's just a bunch of hidden battery caches all around. He's like, dude, you should see this. He's like, and they've got these cars and they just drive. And I was like, okay. I cool. found a Duracell the other day. It was halfway charged. <laughs> <laughs> It was so nuts. And that, that guy was worse. I had a, oh. a really friendly guy who our little chat went on for like, this one was creepy. At first, this doesn't happen as frequently now, but like my, I leave my door open when I'm here just because I do want to invite people. Yeah, in, right? open like, I door want, policy. I want weirdos occasionally to come yeah. in. Maybe yeah. not walk in, but at least knock on the door and be curious. Right? Well, we, we walked right in. I know. We had I, no. <laughs> I, I told my armed guard to go uh, home. For it the started night. tasting <laughs> your Cajun spices. I was making myself at I home. I took pictures of it, too. I can't wait to share them with you. Uh, this one guy, though, I was I had just gotten headphones to edit with. And so I'm sitting here. And when I for a long time, I had my computer facing in. And then I switched it because I was like, well, I still want to be I want to look. I'm busy, but I want to look accessible. Right? Yeah. So this is before that. But so I've got my headphones on the back and they've got like pretty good noise canceling. And then you just get that feeling when someone's in the room, like you can smell it in the air or something, right? Yeah, like there's that, another soul like in a here. Pheromone, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people, and they're like, you can smell the tension. I was like, it's not tension, it's a pheromone. <laughs> it's B.O. Uh, and I felt this dude in the room and I look, I, I finally like flip around and I'm startled and I see this dude and he's like, one leg on the chair, Captain Morganing presenting. He's like, good morning, world. Here at Jungle Gyms, the greatest place in the world. And I was just like, oh, shit, this is either going to be awful or it's going to be amazing. But either way, it should be entertaining. But he was a really, really sweet guy. He had come in for, I think it was CMOS. And he was, like, doing all this shit. He's like, I saw this guy jump off a table, 85 years old, land on his knees, and he was fine. And it was crazy. He's like, he said his, he, he credits how he eats a lot of CMOS for his joint health and stuff like that. He's like, that's okay. what I was in here for. And we ended up doing like 15 minutes. I was hoping for it to be five. But by a minute, like 10, I'm just kind of like, cool. Yeah, so CMOS. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's just like, you know, and he, but he was nice. He was he was a great guy. I, I never want to sound negative about any of these people. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But it was like that thing where I'm like, I'm really nice. So now my coworkers occasionally when they'll check on the cameras to be like, and I'll get texts. Is he trapped? And they'll be like, yeah, they will literally send me like, do you, do you need an exit? And like, you'll know. We got to rescue Mark again. That's More so often funny. than not, it's employees who want to work in the studio with me. Uh, that's the, honestly, but if I had a, and I wouldn't even call it a negative, but that's the one I struggle with the most because I'm like, oh, this is my coworker. I don't want to like, shatter their dreams but I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like listen guys we budgeted this to be a one guy production like i love your enthusiasm and help but maybe if you didn't spend your entire break in here while i was actually trying to do something like yeah right <laughs> I, I would have been the same person that's so and i think that's really it i'm like if i were 10 years younger and in the same role i'd be like oh so how do i come work in the room with all the psychedelics you know what i mean oh yeah dude because yeah, this so. is very eye-catching like luke told me how to get here and he yep. was like yeah you walk in and then there's a toy store and then apparently the studio was like right there that's where his yeah. office is and and i and for a split moment if anybody doesn't know anything about jungle gyms none of those sentences make sense when you're talking about a grocery <laughs> yeah, don't store come to the rhino entrance right like, yeah like none of these <laughs> phrases make any goddamn sense but then you come here and you're just like oh yeah this is jungle's brainchild okay that's right it's just insanity oh. attributed to capitalism via food it's amazing and what a cool dude for real like i you know you hear you hear rumors and legends yeah, and all yeah. this stuff and then you meet the guy and you're, I'm like oh I think I just met a kindred spirit like, <laughs> right, that was my right. vibe I was like I think this is gonna go real good and we just have fun he's like such a cool dude there's people that take mushrooms and then they just go live <laughs> in the woods and then there's people that take mushrooms and they're just like oh the stock market <laughs> <laughs> my brain can be on the outside of my head <laughs> I have these apples that'll be one of my new and other people new. want these apples <laughs> oh shit man cool <laughs> I'm gonna buy a shit ton more apples so does true, he though. sound like that i imagine him talking <laughs> like okay now, he's been on the show a couple times though if you want to hear i think the most common comment i got about it i don't really agree with this this but i had a bunch of people tell me like he's kind of got like rodney dangerfield energy oh wow like, oh, interesting okay i don't really hear too much but he's just like, eh, hey, whatever, babe. You know, he's like kind of got, he's yeah. just like an old school. I mean, he he's gets, cool dude, he gets you know? enough respect that you guys call him jungle. So 
that box isn't checked. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest though. Like, there's not there's not a situation in this world that if you ask me to call you jungle, not questioning that. Yeah. I am calling you jungle out of fear or respect, depending on the situation. <laughs> this man wants to be called jungle. Yeah, Either I'm way, we should it. treat him as dangerous. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say your name was? Armed? Okay, right. Okay, got it. Yeah, you have weapons. That's what jungle has. That's good, yeah. If you, you name yourself after a biome, you're on a list. You gotta watch out for Tundra too. He's cold. I, uh, when I first came in, I just shot this commercial for Pepsi in the NFL, and for the commercial, I, the whole bit was like I was taking over a press conference from one of the Bengals. It was a great gig. I had a great time. But for it, they shaved my chest hair and my regular hair. My, I guess it's head hair, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why don't we call it that? That, that old cranium hair. Why is chest hair going to prefix my head? Yeah, stuff? right? Pit um, hair, chest hair, pubes, all of it. Yeah, big hair is out here. <laughs> shut me down today. But uh, no, I had tiger stripes in my hair. So there's a funny thing where Jungle's assistant calls me. And uh, on my phone, it has this uh, Google assistant that will, anytime it's a number I don't have saved, it hits her to the assistant, and then it'll, like, transcribe what's going on. It's like, hi, Mark's assistant here. Blah, 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 blah. Tell us why you're calling. So that almost didn't go well because she's just like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh, shit, answer. And it's like, I, you know, I'm like, hello, you know. But I get in, and I have the whole conversation, and I, I'm like, hey, is it weird if I wear a hat? They're like, what? And I was like, well, I just did the commercial, and I don't normally look like this, but, like, my head shaved <laughs> like I was, I don't know, like, in some 90s new metal act. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I really don't look like this. I didn't want, really want that to be my first meeting of everybody with this. And they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit. And, like, almost like it was very, it's just very funny. The tone of the whole relationship was set in that moment where I was like, oh, cool, they really Yeah, don't. honestly, <laughs> the tiger shred probably helped. It probably would have. I think the thing you back on it now probably would have helped. Oh, gotcha. But, there uh, are no rules. Tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So how did how did you start down the road to doing this type of thing? Because yeah, did you work here before the studio got put in place? No, I, I was uh, my last job. So I did a lot of commercial acting work and a little bit of film and TV stuff, but like mostly commercials. Uh, and I was hosting this show for one of Google, Google's partner companies based out of Florence, Kentucky. Ah, so it's just like this okay. little tech review show. It's a fine job. But like I was making YouTube pieces where I'd be like. Here's one of the Chromebooks, right? Like, you know, it's like, oh, here's a here's a Chromebook. This is what I think about it. You know, I'd always kind of floated around text, so it made sense. Right, right. Uh, and I tried to bring a little of my sense of humor to it, which is like that work. Tech in general is not really like funny people. Yeah. And then <laughs> especially when you like go into the niche market we were in, which was like business to business and business to education, like Chromebook and license sales. Like there's nobody funny there, right? Yeah, were Maybe there a lot of moments of you doing hilarious bits and just a conference room full of people like... Ah, so what about the SD card? <laughs> I got really lucky because it was a small independently owned company as well. And my boss there was a super cool guy. I have been really lucky in my last couple jobs. So I had like cool bosses. You know, yeah. Least, yeah. You know, it's like, I'll say this, at least my experiences with them were always positive. So I'm like, well, oh, whatever. And he was the type of dude in general. He would like show, I knew when I was like the CEO wears gym shorts to work. I fucking love this. <laughs> I'm staying here forever. Yeah. And I was there for like six years. You know what I mean? Right? And it really just took this project to get me to leave even, you know? You know, uh, so, you know, prior to that, I mean, I've been I went to school for video and audio production. I've kind of always been a performer like everyone else. I'm a failed musician yeah. uh, that almost came real close in like the late 2000s, around 2008. And then it just I was like, all right, well, that dream's dead. I can never rely on another human. So I didn't want to start bands again. And then <laughs> I kind of just floated around in like 2010. I took this job at this uh they called it a classic rock station, but I think the more accurate term is AOR, adult-oriented rock, which is nowhere near as sexy as you think, right? That sounds that, real X-rated. Yeah, mm. it should mm. Yeah, it was not, unfortunately. It would have been sweet if it was. <laughs> Up next, an hour and a half of fuck sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this next block is brought to you by... Yeah, just just on a monopoly. You're just in the studio stirring macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be on this show. I just need to do an ASMR side gig. Here. I think about it every so often. But I worked at the station for a little while. It's really, you know, it's funny going back to the AOR joke. 
Uh, have you guys watched the Peacemaker show at all on HBO? Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, uh, lots of people have told me to watch it. It's fun. It's it's, I'm my... surprised John Cena is a good actor kind of a thing. Like, that was yeah. my takeaway. I was like, oh, shit. And he's, like, really good at improv, clearly. I'm like, where? You missed your calling, dude. I mean, obviously he didn't because he's famous <laughs> and wealthy, but, like... Uh, but that show's whole soundtrack, like the theme song to the show, I, I just had this conversation with somebody today, is like this Swedish, quote, metal band, right? Like, you know, kind of like, it's like everyone else was behind the time, so they're still kind of doing like 80s hair bands and right. shit. Yeah. Uh, this band called Wigwam, and every, I was watching somebody on Twitter today, like, man, that song just gets me so hyped, it makes me think of this show. I was like... I hear that song and we got that album when it dropped in 2010 <laughs> and I remember everybody loved it and I was like this is a little corny and it makes perfect sense in the context of Peacemaker yeah, it's not right? a bad song or anything but it was like I don't know I, I get stuck on that and I'm just like oh god this whole soundtrack was my old job so all I can think about is how much I didn't like the dude I worked for there <laughs> and that lasted for like a year and I was like in school and selling cell phones at AT&T and then uh, I think it all really kicked off for me truly around 2014. Uh, I had a, I did a bad advice podcast. I met these guys that were doing this kind of like a four dudes saying fuck and farting and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like prime comedy. And I, and they invited me once to be a guest on the show and we had fun and they were like, Hey, you need to do a podcast. I'll help produce. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I pitched a show called question mark. And the whole thing was, it was a bad advice show. So I have people call in right in. I hit like iTunes top 100 comedy podcast for a little bit, which was really cool. Yeah. Wow. Especially as somebody who's, you know, not a comedian. Yeah. yeah. Again, it was one of those moments where I was just like, yeah, I think, I think people are going to be mad at me. I think you your know? career is starting to develop a theme here. And honestly it all that, you know, so that was like a big thing. And then once that went, well, I just, I'll never forget the day the show launched i guess the first episode did well enough and we got on apple and like on itunes it was like new and noteworthy podcast there were like four shows i don't remember the fourth one but i just remember i'll never forget this moment pulling up itunes and i'm just sitting there it's like holy shit and it was a picture of oprah's new show shaquille o'neal <laughs> and then the little cartoon drawing of me and i was like what, what? The fuck? we should really should have worked harder on that drawing <laughs> Seriously, i paid somebody 25 dollars to do that and i was just like damn i think she owes yeah i think i owe her more yeah, right like, it's so oh, funny you keep accidentally being a comedian <laughs> i mean i think i'm funny you yeah know, but like, like <laughs> no, you're very funny that's not the accident you just accidentally keep getting the one thing that all the other comics want which is success well it, you know what it really is and i don't i'm not to say that all comics don't work hard or anything like that but i feel like the people that are probably actually if anybody is truly upset or whatever uh they're probably just not working that hard. I mean, like, you yeah. made a joke when I Bitterness. came in, you're like, yeah, you yeah. seem uh, busy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I like, barely sleep. I don't really take in a lot of, like, I try to entertain myself, but yeah. it's like, I'm really bad at that. I'm like, oh, I played video games this week for like a whole 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the rest of them, I'm like, all right, what's next week's show going to be about? I knew yeah. you were busy when I got the Google calendar slot. And it's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we are queued up for seven to eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always a good it's always a good notion whenever Luke tells me that, like, the person has a hard out. And it's just like, oh, shit, they have something to do after? It's mostly my dog. I just really want to take care of him. And I, do, I live in Kentucky and drive up here every day. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I got an hour-ish. Not really an hour home, but, like, it's like 40 minutes probably. Oh. But here's how much I love the job. I honestly don't even notice the commute. That, that is, like, a true really sign of happiness, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know? I used to drive to Florence from Covington. It was, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, ugh. I'm not leaving. Yeah, I drive to, yeah, you know, right. 20 minutes to my office job. I'm like, oh my God, this commute. Like, right. yeah. And here I'm just like 45 minutes. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, let me volunteer my other free time to meet <laughs> other people there during the week. <laughs> I mean, but look, Thanks it, again. It sounds bad, but it's like, I mean, that's like who I wanted to be, right? Like, I look at it like this. I never had anybody there for me when I was trying to make this happen. Yeah. And now I kind of am in a position where I can be that person. That, not to get like sad and sappy about it, but like I wanted to be the person I didn't have. Right. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. I was like, this is a cool opportunity. So I'm more, I'm, this is going to even sound dumber and more corny, but I'm legitimately just happy. You guys said yes. Like that you wanted to do it. You know Yay, what I mean? We yeah. made someone happy, Lou. <laughs> hey, at least my mom person. was wrong. <laughs> we made someone happy. Dude, when you, you put up the offer for podcasts to be on here and i saw that i was like he is going to be inundated yeah, like he, never 
No one really? ever calls me. It's supposed to be <laughs> And it's like that, that thing is where wild like, to me. I don't know if I should be depressed about it or not. <laughs> and I, I talked to my therapist about it. And I'm like, you know, I thought being nice and successful would mean I'd have more friends. <laughs> <laughs> so when I do, well, the awful part about my life is that when I do have like a Saturday evening, I'm like, I don't have anything to do. Everyone's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like alone on my couch like, cool, well. So what do people do? This is <laughs> free time, huh? Yeah. This feels awful. No wonder you keep yourself so busy. <laughs> it's kind of the truth. I free time hurts. It really kind of does. I kind of wish I, I wish I had better habits. I'd be like, oh, I've got three hours. Maybe I should do something that's not eating. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just researching for your job. Like. Yeah, which is a food-based podcast. I'm writing it off. Yeah. Everything's thematic. It's That's fine. Crazy. And now that we just said that, I'm like, I really probably could write off a lot of food I bought in the last year. It's gonna be a good Holy tax year. Thanks, yeah. IRS. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was that. That was the story. I feel like you know. Yeah. I just get occasionally little gigs here and there. And doing stand-up for the first time, I'd wanted to do it forever. Yeah. I met this guy. He's a great interviewer, podcaster. Uh, he, you've probably seen him before. Because Mark Maron. I wait. Oh, okay. I, got, I got a good Mar Marin story though. If you want to. <laughs> there uh, I go. I got a lot of good up. stories, and they're always ones where I'm like, hopefully they believe me. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I used to just take pictures so I could be like, look, it really fucking happened. Fuck yourself. Uh, no, uh, uh, his name's Chris Van Vliet, and he predominantly works in like kind of like the wrestling world. He has a lot of that, but I mean, dude's got like 500,000 subscribers, something crazy like yeah. that. Like, yeah. He's a pretty big deal. But we met on a commercial when he lived here in Cincinnati briefly, and then we kind of just buddied up. But he has like. He's like super positive and super driven. And from the moment I met him, he's like, man, why aren't you doing stand-up comedy? Why are you doing stand-up comedy? I was like, I don't know. I kind of just feel like, I was like, I think the comedians already don't like me. I really, I'm like, if I go, I know, I know I'm like one of those people that if I'm going to go get on stage, I, I feel pretty, I hate myself enough to know when I'm not funny. You're in good company. Yeah, right. And I was just like, okay, if I'm going to go, I think I'm going to do good. And that's not going to help my case, which is I want to have fun with everybody and be right, friends. Yeah. And then he just kept pushing. He's like, dude, go do it. It's going to help casting and all this stuff. And I went. I actually, funny enough, it was at uh, at Urban. I did one of Zach's shows. Oh, it was at, yeah. And I, it was like was the that, one Was that one in the Wednesday? There. Yeah. Yes. Because I ran into, who, who's there that I remember? Like Bridget Denman and yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of the other comics that were on that night, but it went great. It went like too good actually. And it was yeah. the thing where I was like, oh my God. And then the world <laughs> collapsed into COVID like two weeks later. I was like, dodge Ooh. that. You probably did like the last Wednesday, Mike. That we, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think there may have been one more the first week of March, maybe. But it was. It, I just got at my time hop like the other day or whatever no they call it now. Uh, Facebook memories. Did, did you come see one of the Urban Artifacts Sunday shows one yeah, time? Yeah, relatively recently. Yeah, because you, you guys were hosting that. I was sitting up front. Okay. Tell me if you remember this and I think I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't want you to be sorry now. I'm excited. Aww, Luke but, just found okay, his brand. So there were five or six. <laughs> <laughs> name of my first album. <laughs> there were like five or six people in the room. Probably six when you came in because you came in halfway through my hosting set. So yeah. I was trying to do crowd work to get like people about Excited. it. And then I was talking about how the crowd was all hot and sexy. And it's like nines across the board. And then you come and sit down not having heard that. And I'm like, don't worry, guys, we're still at an 8.5. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if you picked up on that at all. No, or I remember? I, mean, I, I don't know. I've got a pretty good score. I'm, I'm, I own a mirror. I know what I look like. I remember the thing I mostly remember that day is that I'd never met Muhammad Patel before. But I was oh sure yeah, everyone like remembers when they meet like, Mo. It was like he just came from a funeral. He was like dressed. Yeah, in it's like he came from a Latin funeral. <laughs> it was like Hell a red yes. suit, a hat. Hell yes. <laughs> Everything has tails. <laughs> and Justin from Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I felt awkward because I, I ran into him at the bar. And like at some point, he like greeted me like we met and had known each other. And I was like, I actually don't know you. And then he got on stage. I was like, oh, that's Muhammad Patel. I've heard all about this guy from like other comedians. And then when we went out to the bar to get another drink, he was getting a drink or something at the bar. And I was like, I love your outfit. And I don't think he heard what I said, maybe. And it was incredibly uncomfortable. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to walk away right now, get my beer. And go back and sit the fuck down. And so it was good times. But he was funny. Yeah, too. you definitely met Muhammad yeah, Patel. Yeah, 100 met Mo. You had the full Muhammad Patel experience. I mean, yeah. 
Wait till you meet him again and he licks your neck. Oh, because that always right. happens yeah. once you meet him again. The second time, huh? Yeah. Do I have to yeah. put the cake spice on first, though? Or? It's a plus, but. <laughs> if you do that, he'll call you an ally and you'll never get rid of him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The thing about Muhammad is he will meet you once and you are forever his best friends. And I, I will go out to like Finley Market with him and to walk from one end of Finley to the other takes. 45 minutes because he runs into so many people where he's like, Hey, I know you from this place. <laughs> I'm like, I just, we need to get food. <laughs> yeah. We came here for garlic bologna. It shouldn't take that long. Uh, but if you're listening, um, don't go to Finley. I mean, jungle gyms is just 20 minutes away. <laughs> so go. yeah, Thank get, you. get your that. products here. Wider range. I'm sure it's just as fresh. <laughs> I could talk to you so much about produce now that I had no idea. <laughs> Six months ago, even. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Not as well as, like, the actual produce people, but, like, all kinds of stuff. I just... Did you know you have to, like, degas bananas before you what? put them in? I know. I'm like, I don't even... I still don't really even know what that means. I don't know if that or the fact that the dude's name is Jungle. I don't know which of those... <laughs> like, I'm still... Like, you just keep giving me shit that I have to process, and I'm not done with the shit you gave me before. I'm You're like Grandma when I visit. She just keeps giving me more food. We're going to have a robot here. My boss's name is Jungle. <laughs> It's like this this whole painting behind me isn't helping the feeling that I just did acid and yeah. it's kicking in. <laughs> oh my gosh. And now imagine this. I've known these people for about, let's say cumulatively three hours total between like two or three interviews, and they're like What's your vision for the space? <laughs> and I was like, well, I had a good beginning of quarantine and I had some <laughs> ideas. And uh, I, no, I, I, I came in and we had this like really simple drawing where it was just like we took a little you know sketch of me sitting at the microphone like. I, I call it the Joe Rogan pose, right? Because <laughs> right. all, we all know exactly what that yeah. means, right? Yeah. I've got the SM7 in front of me and I'm talking. And then I, my pitch originally was like, what I kind of want this to be is like a space theme room. And I was like, okay, we got all that. So most of the design is pretty similar, right? Where it was like, they had creative came with a couple ideas, but I was like, you can see like there's kind of the jungle theme on the exterior of the, right. the TV. So I was like, look, what I want it to be is like the jungle vibe. And it's kind of obscuring this like, burst of color and craziness that's coming out from the wall like 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 somebody kicked yep. a door and, and spaces behind me ah, I, okay. i've had this vision of the scene from this movie called dark city uh and there's a big reveal where they like break a brick wall open and then it's like space out in the wilderness <laughs> and it's awesome looking i was like that's kind of the vibe i'm going for. dark city that's the movie where the weird bald people come yes. in at night and change everyone's reality around yeah, exactly. and the poor become rich the rich such become a, oh such wow good, good good little movie it was one of those like it came out the same weekend as titanic and it just didn't make any money and that makes sense. <laughs> <What a different laughs> film. but it's great i would i would totally tell you and there's a director's cut out there that cuts a lot like it's one of those good director's cuts that doesn't add stuff it actually takes shit out of the yeah. <laughs> like like what if we put a narration that explains the whole plot in the opening and they're like yeah okay we'll do that for the sure <laughs> if you want to make movie. the movie dumb yeah exactly <laughs> oh, don't even give me a start what if we reveal the devil in the beginning actually <laughs> yeah, he's got no, a name tag it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make sure middle america understands that, right? <laughs> but uh no i came in and so i was like and everybody was super cool. So I just got to be clear that this was always just my own personal anxiety and fear and like my unwillingness to like put myself in places where I didn't necessarily feel it was time yet. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let's see what happens. So I'm like going back and forth with our creative team. I was like, here's the pitch. And then they just come back with like, okay. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a good okay. Or, you know, it was, I'm sure it was more wordy than that. But it was just <laughs> yeah. like, it was a very normal reaction. So I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, then like a month or two later, I get this email and they're like, hey, uh, one of our designers is like pretty much done with the design for your wall. We wanted to see what you think. And so I get it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like you actually probably got it too well. <laughs> it was like, you know, way more colorful. Look, I'm not an artist, so I like can't articulate a lot of these ideas. I was like, yeah. I just wanted to be kind of crazy, spacey, psychedelic, all this stuff. I love the idea of it being like. They kind of said at some point, they're like, we're hoping this is kind of like the beginning of like the next wave or generation of what we do with Jungle Gems. You oh, know, because it's a big project for yeah, them, right? You're yeah, you're cutting for sure. I mean, they rerouted the store around it's, me, effectively. Mm, it's literally. Insane. Like, and you it's are even, the focal point. It's weird because I just don't, I, it's not that I don't like And you have a that. gift shop that sells Funko Pops. <laughs> Dude, there are like $300 lightsabers out there. And I'm telling you, like oh once gosh. a week, people have lightsaber duels in the store. And it's pretty much like... 
the best part of it. <laughs> I'm just like bay windows. Like for real. <laughs> the lightsaber fight. It's so cool. Here's a fun fact. So these windows are not traditional windows at all. They're repurposed dairy cases. So like what? It's not cool. okay, I see the metal now. Yeah, it's pretty I mean awesome. when you have a fabrication shop that'll build an animatronic, just right. turning a display case into a podcast studio like isn't that hard. <laughs> I, Jungle, I think he kind of said this in one of our videos once, but he's kind of like Dr. Frankenstein where he's like I think it's one of our hiring videos or I don't know, something like that. But he's like, I like to take things and bring them back to life. <laughs> and he's right, though. And like, I'm pretty sure the door is from an old Borders books. But like, I think what? Borders books bought that from someone else. If you'll, When you walk out, look how thick it is. It's how thick is door, right? But like, <laughs> it's so thick the, tum the lock tumbler can't work from the inside. Like there's, you almost have to have a second lock. Wow. It's insane. Yeah. Dude, it's a good sign when... Your boss calls himself Dr. Frankenstein <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. intro yeah, like video. That, that's some orientation he's, I he's, won't skip. He's in this steampunk costume for <laughs> too. And I was just like, you know, that's what I was doing leading up to the job is I was like, you know, I quit my other job like right beforehand and I took myself out of town so I could kind of like have a reset. And I was like, I have a feeling I'm not going to have a vacation for a while. So I should probably just enjoy some free time while I can. Yeah. Right. And when I came back, I had like a week or two before I started here and I was just like, Let's just see what they're doing on YouTube. And I, I wanted to make sure I had ideas because, like, well, you both, I'm sure, can relate to this. It was incredibly anxiety-inducing at first to be like, yeah. what is this show? Because what's been really – and by the way, it's the thing I like about working here. What's this well, at first thing you're talking about? I'm yeah, still, still ridden still having with it. A year and a half in. <laughs> last week, I was like, how would you do all of this different, guest? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's kind of where I was, right, where I'm like – when, when I met them, they were like, well, what do you think the show should be? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what do you think the show should be? And they're like, well, well, that's kind of why we wanted to meet a bunch of people. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So not that they didn't have a vision for it. I'm sure they had some thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I think they were really, and, and this is kind of how most of the departments run here. They were looking for someone who was really passionate about doing this, knowledgeable about what they were doing, and able to execute. And you'll find that about most departments in the store. It's like, the guy that runs toys and cookwares and stuff, he loves that shit. And he knows everything there is. Like, he'll come by. He's like, hey, check out these, like, seven SKUs I got today. And it's always, like, some <laughs> deep cut thing that I'm like, I'm a dork. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like you read my wish list type stuff right all the time. And it's, like, just nice. a testament. And because of that, it's like, so long as what you're doing is working properly, they're like, keep just keep the trick. Let's build you a robot co-host. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Right? You know what I mean? Awesome. So coming in, I was just like, what do I do? And I made, I had a couple buddies. My buddy Adam had just finished working at uh, Second City. And I was like, let's come up with some pitches and just write all this stuff down and see what sticks. And then we'll just kind of vibe with it and see what happens. And my first month here was really just like really writing the first episode and being like, I think I have an idea for how this is going to work. I got a kind of a vision and I hope it's right. Right? Because, you know, even though they've given me 100% freedom, there is still that part of me that has worked most of my life making creative shit for corporate people who are don't always understand what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, not so much in my last job, but in prior gigs I'd had where they'd be like, I mean, the radio station, for example, is a great example. They're like, Mark, we need someone young and it's like mid to late 20s that can totally bring up the energy here. We love your personality. We love your energy. Don't bring any of that to the table. Do not do anything <laughs> but exactly what we've been doing unsuccessfully for the last 10 years because we'd like to blame it on you and the audience instead of changing. <laughs> and so... I had a lot of that in me where I was just like, well, what the fuck should I do? Yeah. What should the show be about, you know? And then, cut, cut to you bathing in chili. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine calling your boss while they're on vacation and going, hey. He was so on vacation? <laughs> yeah. And I, it, mind you, it all just started as a joke. I'm not even a big sports guy. Like, I love winter sport. I, to back up a bit, uh, I'm handicapped. I've been, I was paralyzed early in life. And because of it, I couldn't really do a lot of traditional sports yeah so thus i didn't really have an interest in it i read comic books and watched star wars before that got out of control <laughs> and uh but like one of the few things i could do was like skiing because it lot pretty much took all my problems areas like my feet and like lower legs and locked it in a hard <laughs> boot so you like couldn't do it still right so all oh, this sport comes with braces and my mom's like a pretty big sports person and, and mostly football so I'm watching it. I'm doing what one tends to do. And uh, I've had a few drinks, and I'm just hanging out on a Saturday night by myself. And I'm watching the X Games. And it was like the super pipe finals, and it's sweet. It's like, you know, flips and all kinds of crazy shit. 
And then the event ends. It was just good timing. And I get a text from my mom, and she's like, we fucking won. And I was like, oh, shit, you're also watching the men's super pipe? It's not really a we thing. It's like, I guess, go America or whatever. But like, it's like one person at a time. And she's like, I hate you. There's like an awkward pause. I get the next text. She's like, the Bengals, we won the championship. So I was like, <laughs> you know what Cincinnati loves is chili and Bengals jokes. So I just get on Facebook, and I write. We won. Finally, I can bathe in Skyline Chili. And then oh, it blew no. up. And then I tweeted it at, I tweeted the picture of it at Skyline Chili, who goes, you supply the tub, we'll supply the chili. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. It's, it has to be. I, and I'm a man of my word. I was like, yeah. I, I was from the jump. I was like, if this goes big, of course I'm going to do it. Of course. I, I, like, my, I thought it was just going to go like everything else I wanted to do, which was like, we all hit like or angry react and we move on. <laughs> <laughs> what are the two emotions that I elicit? Yeah. <laughs> give me a one yeah. or give me Not a zero. love and hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it just kept spiraling out of control. So I called one of my, I have a couple friends here that I really work with frequently, and my buddy Chris in particular, I called him on Sunday. I was like, hey, man, um, this is kind of an unorthodox thing. And he's used to it by now, right? And I was just like, <laughs> Oh, so, and an unorthodox call from you, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, so I made this joke about bathing in chili, and uh, I kind of think we should pitch it here, because otherwise I'm probably just going to try to do it somewhere else, and maybe we'll like sell tickets and donate to a charity or something like that. And you know, it pauses like anybody would for a second, <laughs> and he's like, Dude, that's fucking genius. He's like, of course we got to do it. Fuck, we got to capitalize. He's like, and he is very entrenched here. And he's like, okay, I'm going to call the Skyline people. I'm going to call the Gold Star people because we carry their shit. He's like, yeah. I'm going to get in touch with everybody and just, we're making this happen. And he's like, Monday, he's like, get in touch with everybody here that's in charge. He's like, you know, Jungle's gone, but like, we'll, we'll talk to, like, you know, his sons are really involved in the company mm -hmm. and there's a few other people too. And, and so I get here Monday morning and I was like, hey, everyone, do you have like 30 minutes? I have something crazy I'd like to run by before it gets out of control. <laughs> so I have this meeting. I'm like, hey, guys. Uh, so I, you know, I tell the same story you did. And they're like, okay, sound. And they were like, without skipping a beat, were like, yeah, sounds good. And I was just like, oh, really? And I'm like, they're like, yeah, what do you need? And I said, well, I got, I had Jolly Plumbing, who's like a plumbing company in Northern, I think they're based entirely out of Northern Kentucky, but they worked at Tri State. They'd hit me up. They're like, we're interested. And then they were like, what do you need? I'm like, I want a tub and I don't want to clean it up. Okay. <laughs> a Grover <laughs> Cleveland so much style than me, bro. <laughs> Stay oh true to God. Cincinnati. That's all I can think of it. And I was like, yeah, it's great. And so then they were like, okay, all right, we're in, but here's what's up. We're going to go call Jungle and we just want to make sure he's cool with it. And they came back like 10 minutes later, like, yeah, Jungle loved it. Let's do it. The only thing he said is like, what about doing it out of the studio instead of in? And I was like, well... Because he was just worried about his only concern was like, I don't want to fuck the carpets up pretty much. Mm -hmm. I mean, not his words, mine, but like, he was right. like, I yeah. don't want to ruin the carpets. So we tarped the floor up. And, and I was like, well, we could broadcast the show. I'll do a podcast from the tub. It'll be great. We'll have a couple <laughs> people show up and hope for the best. And they just wired me up where when you're in here, you can broadcast to this room so people can hear outside. That's why I've got like the uh, the first class yeah. seating out there. Yeah. And that oh. microphone that's plugged in also works. So. I've got a line that runs to the table, and I usually swap it out. I think the cable's sitting right by you there, Luke. Mm -hmm. But I can plug that in. That way people can come up and ask me questions. It's mostly kids that like it, and then they don't have anything to say. Yeah, that's okay. That sounds adorable, It'll keep though. getting better. Oh, it's super cute. <laughs> it's, it's funny. We get a lot of Fairfield High School students here, and they'll, like, tap. And, like, and I'm like, yeah, what's going on, guys? They're like, nothing. And I'm like, well, what are you here for? They're like, just hanging out. That, yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect from high school. So I, I love it. I'm glad they're having fun, and yeah. ultimately, but... I yeah. mean, it's just a, it's a matter of engagement. It's a thing that people can literally come to physically. Like, that's mm -hmm. not on their phone. Right. It's an experience. Exactly. This whole store is that way. Exactly. And I think that's what's so fun about Jungle Gyms. And so it's been fun for me is having an employer. And, I, dude, I like this sounds so corny, but I, like, legitimately feel like part of the family. You know what I mean? Where they've like really Aww. made me feel like I matter. Well, they gave you a room yeah. in the house. So yeah. <laughs> one of my friends came in here once. He goes, "You got a Cincinnati legend to build you a monument to yourself in his building." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" When you frame I never thought it that, that way, yeah, I know. And that like messed with me. I was like, "That's not." He's like, "No, no, no." And then I, you ask you for a that robot. Way. That's like, <laughs> dude. That's like Jerry Springer writing you a check that bounces for a blowjob. <laughs> It's like having that check. You're sitting in that check, Mark. Oh, my gosh. I'm wondering what next local business will try to do something like this. 
That's my big thing. I keep waiting for like, oh, you know, yeah. I don't know, the other big grocery store chain in town here to like come in and like be snapping photos of me. I don't I don't see this being possible anywhere else, man, because like the whole concept of Jungle Gyms is that is that tangible experience. Right. That whole thing is ingrained here. Yeah, you can sip on wine at Kroger, but like it's not a tangible experience. It's still just a grocery store that you can have booze in. Like, That's true. This is so much more than that. Like, there's there's an element of magic here, mm-hmm. and it comes straight out of well, we've said his name many times. Yeah, Jungle's brain. He's getting he's getting yeah. that, that kickback. He was excited. I will say this too because I told him all the shows that I talked to at first, and he was most excited about yours because I was like, this is the pitch for it. He's like, ah, I like that. Ah, like, oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just trying okay. to explain, explain the show. I was like, yeah, they like talk about bombing on stage. I don't know why I'm going to be the guest because I did great the two times I. Tried. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. Not just on stage, but yep. did you have a bomb in whatever you call what you do? You know, yeah, any you, avenue any of life. Any massive failure, I mean, nothing really. Nothing was successful until now, so I'd say like my entire life. So you got plenty to choose from. Oh, yeah, it was like my entire YouTube career. And I think I made pretty good, funny content, but it would be that thing where I was like, cool, I got like 100 views on that. Nice. You know, I, I most of my bombs were like things like that where I would just think it was. I, okay, one of my favorite ones ever was... Uh, <laughs> I had a couple of ones, but I was doing this bit where I would review a movie, but it would be the wrong movie that I watched. And I'd Oh, be we've like, done that. Yeah, and it was like, I was like, this is so funny. And then it was like 40 views later, I was like, I guess this is just a joke for me. <laughs> we've also done that. Yeah, I, I, I always feel, I hate that. And I'm just like, you know, and then you have those people in your life and they love you and they mean well, but they're just like, you just got to keep going, dude. And it sounds dumb, yeah. but you like kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if I'd stopped, I'd just be marked the desk guy right and now, yeah. like, now i got a really long desk so, sometimes really long desk <laughs> really with an outside microphone like crazy? i've i've heard of outside toilets but yeah. come on <laughs> i would like an inside toilet that's the only thing right now there's two things i need in my office you asked for a robot fridge. before a toilet <laughs> <laughs> when we first did it well i i didn't think about it at first in my defense because i didn't realize it was like a tenth of a mile to the nearest bathroom here yeah. which is why i got lost yeah oh, i was like sure. this is wine i can't pee here yeah who you Technically can, but it's like you gotta be really good about it. A sommelier will tell you all about it. Like you'll just find him swishing it. Like this is what vintage it is. Here's what kind of the tannin mm, profile. Thirty year old white male, pre diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm actually gonna ask him if he thinks he can. Do no, I, you know you were talking about the magic too, and that's something that's really crazy. It's like yeah, you mentioned you could go drink wine in Kroger, or yeah. excuse me. Uh, knock off. I'm not I'm not trying to speak ill of them. They're a great company and it's cool that we get to have like literally the one of the country's largest if not the largest grocery store chain is like down the street, right? Right. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, that said, they are a much bigger store so I don't think you're going to have that much like uh personal attention whereas here, if you go back to the wine department, you're like, "Can I talk to somebody about wine?" He's literally a sommelier. He's like one of the most regarded and rewarded dudes <laughs> in Tri-State. He's very excited to talk to you about For wine. For real. And it's like crazy. I mean, like we're doing this whole sake event this weekend well this weekend relative to us recording it i don't know when this will come out this will come out uh yeah so last weekend okay yeah a thing happened yeah (laughs) so it's it's fun though where it's like not just him and he's bringing in all these like sake experts and like all over the country that are just coming in to be like yeah try this stuff and i know it's been cool for me because like i want i i you know i obviously love food you can see what i look like Mm -hmm. i you know, it, it's been interesting to me to educate myself about it, and I'm hoping that I'm kind of doing the same for the audience. You know, yeah, I tried yeah. like a touch of altruism in there. Where I was like, oh, look, I'll be the idiot that asked the question. I, I pitched it to them at one point. I was like, I always wanted to try coffee, okay? And, but I didn't really have, I, you know, you know, like with some things in life, I feel like you kind of need somebody to drag you through. And had I gotten in on coffee in like the 90s when there were like three options on the menu, I'd probably be okay. But, you know, by 2015, it's like, well, would you like Americano, a Cortado, <laughs> all these things? And I was like, what the fuck are any of these? And I always had that like shopping anxiety of like, uh, I don't know what that is. And I didn't want to back up the line at the Starbucks. Right. So I didn't want to be like the idiot asking like, well, what is an Americano? And they're like, oh, this idiot. <laughs> you know, And because I see what you post online, Starbucks. I see you complaining about the extra whip. Uh, <laughs> this fucking idiot ordered a Mexicano. Right. I cannot believe this <laughs> just much whip. He asked for so many pumps of classic syrup. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Uh, but no, I was kind of hoping that I could kind of be the person where I was like, well, 
this is I'm I'm kind of getting paid to be the idiot where I'm like, okay, yeah. uh, what is a tannin and wine? Like, why does that matter yeah. besides right, right. to you all? You know what I mean? Not so people can personally. be like, ha, look at him. What is a tannin though? Right. That's <laughs> literally it, right? Like, I mean, I, and I was always I always wanted to go to a tasting, but I didn't feel comfortable doing it because I'm like, it's just going to be a bunch of snooty people that know right. more than me and definitely want me to know they know more than me. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, we'll, hopefully people will learn something. And if not, well. Sounds like a them problem. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm in Chile. What more do you want? <laughs> I absorbed all of Cincinnati's cultural knowledge in an hour and a half. You know? <laughs> William Howard Taft didn't do that in his tub. You just get get out of the tub. You're, you suddenly know when the city was founded and like the riverboat schedule from 1922. There was a flood in 37. That's right. And our original name, Los Santaville, was based on this, but we had the pit nickname of Porkopolis. You know, like, oh my gosh. The worst part of the tub stunt was, and I, I still feel bad about this but it was like a couple of my friends and also a couple of my co-workers having to like i covered myself in dawn and then they're just like wiping me down oh. I'm just like, for anyone else this would have been a huge perk but i was just like oh i feel so bad for everybody right now <laughs> you know and Whoa. i was just like oh, can I shower? but you know what's crazy one shower got it all off that's amazing oh, yeah. that speaks well of the brand i know <laughs> it actually and no joke and they i'll say this the event was sponsored in that they gave me 200 cans of chili to bathe in. Okay, that but yeah. that was the end of it. They were just like, yeah, that sounds hilarious. This is Gold Star. They're like, that's hilarious. We're in. Hell yeah. Uh, but they didn't ask anything else. And the one crazy part, because people kept asking me, like, do you think it's going to have some weird skin thing? I was like, I don't know. I think I'm going to find out I have an like, allergic <laughs> reaction to cinnamon or something, because apparently that's common. So yeah. I was really, I had that, and I didn't read that till Friday night before. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm thinking the whole time, I was like, okay, I got an idea, but how do I wrap my I, you know, junk yeah. up. How do right. I protect it? How do I close all holes? Yeah. So the <laughs> trick was, uh, was what I did is I got a Ziploc bag, zipped it as best I could, and then used painter's tape to seal it off. There you go. I got like maybe a half spoonful of liquid in there. It actually was a really good process. So wow. it worked pretty well. And I was, I mean, I, you've seen the pictures, I'm sure. I was in the chili. Yeah, you sure. were in the chili. Yeah. Um, and that worked pretty good. Um, where was I going with this? We were talking about chili, wet stuff. Fuck. Wow. The worst part. Um, I had a joke about you leaving a ring in the tub. But <laughs> I was like, no, 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 he's on a train. Don't interrupt him. No, it's okay. And then sometimes when I'm driving the train, I'm just too busy putting fuel in the fire. I'm like, oh, shit, the train's going too fast. <laughs> we have no more tracks left. <laughs> We're in the air. Where is the track? You know? <laughs> I've broken 88 miles an hour. I don't know. It was something good. So email these guys uh, and let them know, and then I'll try to finish my story, and I'll meander. What, how long email. have we been talking? Uh, 48 minutes. Holy shit. Wow. It doesn't feel it. like that at all. Yeah, and it, it's much longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. It's just occasionally it's we like have I miss my on. dog. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> it's like, oh god, dog's dead. That's a theme on our show. Oh gosh, uh, I hope not. I hope not. I was like, Bart Morrison, are you okay? I'll be home soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't let Luke's mom anywhere near your dog. Oh, uh, <laughs> she has a thing. Um, pandemic's not quite she over. She has a uh, low threshold for putting dogs down. Oh, not <laughs> That is amazing, man. I'm so sorry to all of your pets. Oh, he's got an eye booger. Get a new one. <laughs> it was leaking fluid, Luke. Just when I thought the well was dead. It's just that there's another scoop. There's another oh, scoop of God. Always dogs dog. in the well. <laughs> That's how they get she there. Keeps throwing them in. <laughs> the fucked up thing is Lassie warns that there's a dog in the well and it's him next time. <laughs> Just a cycle of dogs warning that there are dogs in wells. You have to sacrifice one every so often in order to save the children that get Yeah, stuck. we get the 300 guy to <laughs> kick them in, and it's just my mom in a robe. Oh, my God. This is a coping mechanism. <laughs> oh, Billy will never be the same. Oh, cool. oh, man. So what we like to do to wrap up episodes is just a one, what are your final thoughts for the audience? What, are, what do you want to leave yeah, folks? You actually want me to keep talking? I feel like I haven't shut it's, up for it's an hour. Not I know, it's been very ass. low effort on our end. Thank you. Is that good? You've supplied yeah, yeah, a room and all of the words. Yeah, like, just, all I have to do is put this on the internet. <laughs> and we didn't even bring the right type of SD card. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I will upload it tonight while you all are sitting here because otherwise it'll be like six weeks. I'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay, I definitely well, didn't lose that card. Oh, we are very similar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. I, thankfully, I have one SD card. I usually I use the second one tonight that I normally don't use for this in hopes that that would do that thing for me that would be like, you can't fuck yeah, this up. It's right. different than normal. And then I looked at the card, and they're the exact same color, just different sizes. So I'm like, uh, bro. I wasted so much brain power being like, that's a 16-gig card, not the 256-gig card. That's I, I can tell them different. Such a similar thing, because really? we had a like crazy, complicated scheduling thing where we were meeting this person that was driving it down from see. Canada. Remember um, that episode, guys? Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, in Canada I'm so from? glad that they can remember Vancouver, it. Vancouver, I oh, believe. Shit. Yeah. That's uh, a hike, too. That's like Three hours north well, of Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we, I'm we drove to Mason uh, to meet them there. We didn't go to Vancouver. Oh no, no, no. I'm just I'm more but, impressed yeah. that they drove that. They far. were in well, Cincy yeah, and they did a show in Mason. Chameleon. Uh, you guys know this all because you listen to <laughs> Sorry, every episode. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm like but, I'm late. I listened to like 20 minutes of last week, so I was like, this sounds fun. <laughs> no, yeah, not in a mean way. The I mean, letters, like, you know. I'm like I didn't want to be like when you were like you can be the guest, and I was like I don't want to force myself on this show. But then I was like, oh, this will be fun. Casey Novak. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. It's nice for. Someone else to sound now shitty that on accident. You've offended everybody. <laughs> what are your dumb words of wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark. Jesus Christ, put a button on this thing. I know. I need to hit the sad trombone. I got a marking for it. Yeah, are um, the buttons live? What happens if I do this? Uh, hold on. Wait. No, no, no. I have the level down, so let's wait till it starts over, and then you will totally have a sad trombone. That's a long sound effect. Yeah, go for it. It's only like three seconds. Oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel good. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it, I mean, do you want real words of wisdom? Or Whatever you, you feel silly? like doing. If you want to be silly, be silly. If you want to be genuine, be genuine. If you want to leave without saying anything, that's also People fine. have done that. Yeah. Really? No, I don't want to do that. I'm, 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 I'm going to break trends. I want to do Yeah, we this. had Mo on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lick the necks of people that you've met twice. Um, don't get there. No. Um, Gosh, it's a hard question. I guess the thing is, the thing I've learned in general is, I don't know, I have like a snarky, shitty sense of humor for the most part. Yeah. And I obviously don't mean any of it. Like I said earlier, yeah. like Letterman was a guy. I was like, yeah. Eh, yeah, put your finger in their cup. They can fucking <laughs> replace the water. It's not big. <laughs> but the moment where they're angry at you for a second, that's eternal. Right. Uh, my thing is, though, seriously, if I could, if I could do anything in the world, and this, oh God, I feel so corny what I'm about to say, but I'm like... Just be like nice and supportive of other people because yeah. like realistically no one's in your way but you. Ah. And that's something I'm really like starting to learn ah. because even now here in a place where I have like almost entire autonomy and I mean realistically like I, 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 I'm only saying it that way because I'm like I think I really do have a, almost a, like complete freedom, right? They haven't told you no yet, right? No. No, there'll be times where they like might give me feedback on something, but then they don't care if I use it. They're just like, this is what I was thinking, but I also know I'm not your target audience necessarily. I'm just one member of thousands of people tuning into the show, and I'm like, oh, well, that's cool of you. Yeah. Name me another employer that talks to their employees that way. They're like, hey, you know, I yeah. got a really nice text from one of my bosses the other day that like kind of almost made me cry. It was so kind, and I was just like, wow, that's really cool, and they were just like, you know, thanks for letting me give my thoughts on a world that I don't know much about, you know, and you're being yeah. cool about it. I'm like, well, dude, you signed my paycheck. Of course, <laughs> you pay me to be cool about it. <laughs> but I mean, but that's who I am. So my point ultimately is, is that like, like, I think a thing for a lot of people, whether they realize it or not, and I'm glad I had this hard conversation with myself in my late 20s, but like nine out of 10 times, you are the problem. Yeah. Yes. And, like, I, I, and I think sometimes myself, I like beat myself up a little too far. And I'm seeing that here where I'm like, you know, again, like I said, having all that freedom, sometimes yeah. I'm still a little afraid to ask and insert myself because I just don't, I think I've been around too many people that over insert themselves. So now I'm trying to like tip the scales a little bit where I'm <laughs> right. just like, it's fine. I'll just do my thing and never ask for help. It's fine. Um, I, I don't have to insert myself. It's probably already full. Right. That's, <laughs> that's like how I think. And it sucks. And I'm like really trying to get over that. And so yeah. the thing is, it's like, but the one thing I think that really helped me out a lot was, you know, it's not even being mean to yourself and not supporting yourself, but it was like, no, when you suck a little bit, like, yeah. you know, and that was like yeah. the thing when I wanted to try stand up. I, I wrote jokes for like six months. And then eventually it was like, you know what? Here's like f seven minutes of stuff that I don't think is going to go over poorly. And yeah. that's kind of how I looked at it. I, was like, I wasn't like, I'm going to kill tonight, dude. But I knew I was like, all I really knew going in is I was like, I'm not going to eat shit tonight. Like I felt confident enough just talking to a crowd that I was like, even if the jokes aren't funny, I think I'm going to be okay at the yeah. end of this. But like that was the thing. I was like, I, but leading up to it, I was just like, 
this is your first time. Know what you're doing. Know what to expect. Try really hard to do this. Try to fucking break down those things that you like. Talk to other comedians or people that are doing what you're doing. And I, you know, I don't know if this is really true in the comedy world because now I'm afraid to talk to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, like, with the exception of a few people, guys like Blake Hammond, uh, Lee Kimbrough, they were like two people that I had talked to a little bit beforehand. I'd spoken yeah. with Bridget a few times in passing, yeah. but I didn't know her very well. So I, I again, it was like I don't want to fucking annoy you. She's a terrible person. She doesn't <laughs> water her plants. Yeah. Oh, the worst kind <laughs> all, of people. All good people, all friends of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Go back, check out their episode. <laughs> I'm trying to get you some back traffic. Here. Is, that, is there anyone else? No. Uh, but they, they were all really good. And But the thing is, like, I was kind of afraid to, like, really try to be, you know, and be like, what do you think of this? Is this funny? And then there'd be that thing. So I'm asking, like, my friends. And I remember that day, I showed it to one of my coworkers. He's like, these are not funny. And then we went there, and I did the jokes that he said weren't funny. He goes, I don't know what happened. He's like, but they are not funny written down. But he's like, something about the way you delivered them was funny. And I'm like, oh, that's weird, too. And he's a funny guy. So I was just like, well, I don't know. I was so fucked up leading up to this. So I was just like, fuck it. Do what you think is right. But also, like, kind of know that you can be wrong and accept it. Maybe that's a good word of wisdom. It'd just be nice. I think I want to tie it back to the fucking dog bowl thing. That is the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> All of you fucking idiots do, Hell okay? No. Every time you do that, all the rest of us do is talk shit about you. That's the real shit, right? And we're just like, you fucking idiot. All of you can make it. We can all do this. Look at the Food Network. It is 12 hours a day in the same fucking show. There is room for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, God I'm damn it, so it's frustrating. Excited. Just be nice. No, it's know? Alex Jones to microphone on the show before. I'm gonna fuck a frog. You know? Dude, I went, I went from feeling good to feeling amped to feeling good again i think that the top five words of wisdom i want to be the progressive alex jones just like kindness is incredibly important and you should support your fellow creatives you know what i mean think about other people these people are looking at me right now like that guy is very mad Okay. This has been cool. amazing. Thank you yeah. all so much for listening. Oh my yeah, god! Thank thanks you guys for, for doing seriously, it, man. Thanks for having me. And it, like, hit me up in the future for sure. And it, it, you do. know what? If there's other people out there that do podcasts and you've got a good thing going, and I should emphasize a good thing going. Yeah, like, have a good thing. Maybe don't hit me for your pilot episode. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I also, you know, there's it yeah. is mostly altruistic, but I would love to meet your guests and like yeah. Yeah, vice versa. But uh, yeah, hit me up seriously. Podcast at junglegyms.com. Check out the jungle.